and big welcome to today's live. Today I am joined by the gorgeous Melissa Amos, soul coach and spiritual mentor. Hi Melissa. Hi Helen, how are you doing? Hi everybody. Very well. It's really nice to be talking to you again. I know we've done a couple of lives together beforehand. Nice to be back. Always, yeah, there's always so much to catch up on. <laughs> so, Isn't it just? It just it's like it never ends, does it? It just keeps on evolving and moving forward. It's awesome. That's why I love this journey. <laughs> and I think um I know that you're always learning new things and moving forward. So there's always so much to talk about. So it's great to have you here today. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone from the inner circle from tuning in. Say hi, let us know that you're here. And if you're watching on replay, give us a hashtag replay. If you have any questions at all, then please drop them in the um, comments. And then if you're watching on replay, we will come back to you um, a little bit later. So today we are talking about the Akashic Records. So we have spoken about the Akashic Records beforehand. So we'll briefly touch on that, but then we're going to move on to talk about past lives so melissa tell Hi. us <laughs> tell us i will let you explain what the akashic records are okay thank you helen um so sometimes trying to explain something that's such a vast concept into a few words is um, a challenge. Um, so I'm going to give you an overview and please let me know if it makes sense or if you have any questions um, or if how that's resonating with you. So what are the Akashic Records? The Akashic Records are ultimately everything. OK, they are this um, energetic space or some people see as this energetic library that holds literally everything that you have ever thought, said, done, been, wanted, experienced, might experience, future scenarios, like literally everything. So you can imagine it um, as if it's like a, a super highway of information. So just like the internet, it has pretty much everything especially now with you know social media and all that stuff luckily it doesn't have all my stuff from my childhood in there um, my teenage years but um the akashic records does it has everything um and everything has a record so you know um everything in nature ideas businesses um oracle cards crystals everything has a record because everything um has a um has an energetic imprint or an energetic vibration and you'll know, Helen, and everyone that's watching, that whenever we have something that is created, so whether that is a deck of cards, whether that's a podcast, whether that's a, um, you know, inside circle, whatever it is, started off as an idea and it started off as a thought. Um, so the records hold all of that. What makes it so interesting from my point of view is, um, is a few things. One is that um, if you have an idea, so Helen and I were just talking about how there's so much creative energy around at the moment and, you know, Helen's like tapping into all of this stuff and it's like, oh, I'm just this creative machine. Um, <laughs> it's almost as if you're, you're tapping into these creative bubbles that are around you. And because you're in alignment with that, because your frequency, your experience, your vibration, your interests are resonant with it, these two records, in a sense, can come together recording this spark of creation and then you can um take action to turn that into something physical yeah 
it's absolutely it's mind-blowing after we last spoke i really delved into the akashic records more um learning about them and it's it's just absolutely mind-blowing how did you get into akashic records what was your path into um so i had never heard of it probably like many of you listening until somebody i'd had a reading with somebody that i'd won you know like these weird synchronicities of how you get in touch with people i'd won this reading an astrology reading and it turned out she was also an akashic records reader and um six months after our initial reading i got in touch with her and i was like oh, i just wanted to tell you that you know this and that have come true and this is amazing she says to me oh melissa i've been thinking about you ever since we had our um chat and i really want to go into your records there's something in there that i want to discover with you so i was like okay let's do that um i don't know what we're going to do but let's do it and she worked differently to how i now do um, where she was more like you go in and you experience your own records tell me what you're going to do and she's all about kind of clearing and moving the energy through it um, and I remember after this mammoth like over two hour session with her um, that at one point in there it said to me uh, you're to be working in the records and I was like okay that's a bit daunting <laughs> um, and literally within weeks I was that's what I was doing. It was just, I mean, she then said to me, I want you to read for me and you're going to open my records. And she gave me, I think we spoke on the last chat about the uh, Linda Howe method of going in. So she gave me that, this is like this prayer. It's basically like a, um, like a doorway that opens you into the records, opened it up and I started to get this stream of information, like a movie running in front of my eyes. And everything was just very resonant. And she was like, yes, I can see how that's playing out. That absolutely makes sense. And I was just astounded. Yeah. Um, and that was it from there. That was about four, that was four and a half years ago now. Maybe five years ago. Yeah, so you're deep into the Akashic records. <laughs> and you know, you say about that we're always growing and learning. Yeah. As it gets deeper, it gets deeper like you know yeah. things like what I just said about how you create something and then you you know attach onto something else and then it comes in you know that was something that I discovered through my work in there um, yeah. you know when I first started it was very much about the past lives what's gone on how that you know how that's affecting you and what we can do to move that forward um, but now I how I work within it and what I understand about its magnificence isn't just about understanding it's about co-creating moving forward as well yeah amazing so i should have asked you at the beginning actually to tell us a little bit more about your work because that now feels like a perfect time to do it actually so tell us how do you do how do you work and how do you help people how do i help people that is a great question um so i have quite a variety of um I suppose you could call them interventions of how I'm working with different people. Um, but my whole essence is about helping people come back into their truth, coming back into unity with who they are, what they are, um, and what they can be. So whether that's through a soul guidance session where we're looking at uh, what's going on with you, what, you know, your guides and your, um, your soul companions want you to know about, and then how we can use the laws of the universe, the Akashic Records, the manifestation, all of this stuff, how we can use all that to help you move forward 
to where you want to be. Mm. Um, or we work with past life work or the Akashic work where we kind of can go back, understand what happened and allow that to bring an explanation or a revelation even about why things keep showing up as they are. And then we we can work with that energy to bring a healing or a, um, a change or an activation or whatever we need, again, to help you, you know, move forward and become who you are. Um, and my latest offering is through the soul plan and the soul transformation therapy, which mm. is amazing. It's about bringing, it, it works on the basis that anytime we have something that's not quite working for us, it's because of a separation. And in order to come back into ourselves, it's about coming back into unity. So it's a set of um, interventions that we can use, which combine Eastern and Western philosophies. Uh, so things like, I know you do tapping, so we do a bit of that, um, maybe soul retrieval, maybe some like archetype work, all these different things to come together to help release that blockage and again, bring you back to who and what you truly are. Oh, that sounds incredible. So I was talking to um, a lady, when you said soul plan, that just mm -hmm. twigged something in my mind because I did have, um, I did speak to a lady recently who does soul plans. So okay. that's, oh, that's really interesting. That keeps coming into my awareness. <laughs> that sounds yeah. incredible. So you work in many different ways. And I know that recently you've been looking more at past lives. So tell mm -hmm. us a bit more about that. Well, I think um, traditionally how we think about past lives is like, oh, I wonder if I was the Queen of Sheba or I wonder if I was, you know, oh, I've always been interested in Victorian times. I wonder if I were a Victorian lady and whatever, um, which is fine and which is wonderful. But what I have discovered is that our past lives aren't just that they are something that are interesting. They hold clues and story lines and um, I guess patterns and understandings of why we are the way we are. Yeah. So this could be anything from, you know, my likes and my dislikes, the, my talents, the things I find easy or the things that I might struggle with. Um, it might help you understand why in a group of friends or in a family you know you get on really well with one sister but the other sister you know you get on each other's nerves or um or even things like why you I know a lot in this industry about why we have trouble to speak our truth or to accept money for what we do or you know all of these things, things uh, yeah. right common. yeah all of these things can often be traced back to what we have, you know, what happens. And I know often we speak about things like karma and there's a lot of opinions on karma and what that is. Right. But um, and some and for me, often the way I hear people speak about karma is it, it can make you feel quite helpless. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I'm in this situation because karma. Or I did this because I must have done something really bad in my last life. And so whatever. Or I can't step into my power because once in a life 
I abused my power. So now I'm, I am being repaid for that. But for me, with my understanding of all the other stuff, right, the manifestation, the, the, um, the Akashic records, the law of vibration, the thing about, you know, rising up, it's, it's actually, yeah, it, it's, it's a whole lot more empowering than that. And for me, karma isn't you're being punished here because of what you did here. It's a case of you did this here, so maybe there's an energetic echo or vibration that's playing out for you, not to punish you, but to bring you back into unity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. To help you learn, isn't it? My understanding is to we're always learning, we're always evolving. And yes, there's the karma, but not in that way that you were, you know, explaining it. It is about learning, growing, okay, this has happened. How can you move forwards from that? Um, so how do you so how do you work with the Akashic records and past lives? How does that all so the Akashic yeah. Records holds everything, right? They, it, it's literally a, an energetic library or superhighway of information. So you can, and it's not the only way you can you can view past life records, but for me, it's um, it's a very broad way of being able to go in um, to the records with an intention. So the records, I don't believe that you can just go, ah, oh, rock up. I'm just going to go in, knock on the door and bowl in there and just kind of, you know, find out all the information. There's like a, vib yeah, there's like a vibrational uh, key code, maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But it is very accessible. It's not like in the olden days where you had to be, you know, mystic, Meg or whatever, um, in order to get in. It, it, it's um, if your intention is right, your vibration is right, your curiosity is right and you're open to the wisdom i think that you can go in um, with this intention to heal to grow to learn and yeah. so you can understand the difference between i want to remove this karma because it feels crappy right to i want to understand how i can bring more balance into that yeah it, it's maybe a similar end result but the intention for that is different yes yeah so in that way, we can go in and we can gain an understanding. For me, how it works is I get like a viewing. I, I will be shown a past life, um, a circumstance in a past life, or even a um, often like a vow or intention, a, a, a promise that we made that uh, is holding us in this situation. But this is what's so special, is that we can go in and we can, we can view this and one of two things, well, one of many things can happen, but um, I'll give you a couple of examples. I can view this record. And from that, sometimes it's just the understanding. Oh, OK. So I was done over in the past when I did this or, you know, my brother stole all this money from me. So this understands why I can't trust him in that way. Sometimes it's just the... Um, exposure of this just the revelation that we know that that can just kind of dissipate the energy and it's kind of this is how they showed it to me and I love this you know the films that you get in cameras like not yes. yeah like the negatives yeah um, you can kind of view it in, you know and you get those tiny little pictures and then yeah. as they're exposed to the light they fade and they disappear yes so it's bringing it to the light to be seen to then be cleared Exactly. So that, 
that can often happen. It can often be that simple, like, oh, okay, I understand that. Um, that makes sense. And, and then often, and this is also what I love about the records, is that everything is shown in such compassion with no judgment. You know, you're being presented this energy by this very high level these high level beings, these the the teachers, the holders of the records. So everything's given to you with love and grace and compassion and non-judgment. And there's something about being witnessing that in that environment that's not like, oh well he's not very nice, is he? It's like, oh okay, I understand. He was doing the best thing that he could do at the time. Yeah. And yeah. so I can bring forgiveness to that or understanding. However, Sometimes it's not just quite that easy. And sometimes that energy can be very dense, um, mm. you know, still be attached to it. And this yeah. is especially true if there was big trauma involved or there was a lot of repetition. You had 20 lives where your brother did you over or yeah. whatever. Um, or you're with that brother now and he's done the same thing to you, yeah. for example, or something similar. Um, and in that case, we may have these like energetic hooks or energetic cords that are still connecting us to this. So it's heavier. But because the Akashic Records are this energetic uh, whole uh, space, I suppose, mm. the energy, as you know, is is uh, malleable. It's not set. It's not like a book. It's not like I'm reading the book and then I'm reading the book and that's how the book is. It's like I can look at that and go, okay, uh, maybe they showed me this image not that long ago, and I love this, right? So something happened, right? The, you know, you your brother stole all of your money, and that's like a page in the book. Um, and that page has as an energy that's quite heavy and it's resonant. But then what do we do as humans? We write all the footnotes. We're like, oh, and he did this because of this. And then I'm going to I'm going to attach it to this thing that he did to yeah. me. And, I'm this. and so suddenly that one incident becomes three novels. Yeah. So Fine. I'm I'm not about changing the incident because the incident happened. But what I have come to realize is that we can you know organize the footnotes yeah we can maybe make some different connections we can even you know rub some out or where we've got repetition or whatever it is so that it's it becomes a page or a chapter rather than three novels of heavy energy that are therefore influencing you and and playing out in your now Mm. how we do that we just do a series of rituals and you know that can be you know nothing heavy that can just be a meditation that can be using a forgiveness technique a cord releasing technique a balancing um or uh, you know even like visualizations or meditations mm. it's there's there are a myriad of ways that we can yeah. work yeah, and it's quite quite simple, actually. Like you say, there's so many different ways. So identifying those blocks, seeing what actually happened, going back and, and changing it, because we don't need to hold on to these things that are keeping us stuck and blocked and held back. Um, it's incredible work that you do, Melissa. I'd love to know... So I'll just quickly tell you, I, I did have a past life regression myself last year, and it was just okay. incredible, powerful experience um i went back to i was a little boy living in america i was a little american boy and my house burnt down with some of my family in it and i mean it was 
it was horrendous. I mean, I've never cried so much, I think, in all my life, but it was really such an incredible, powerful experience. And I can still sort of see the images in my mind now. They're not distressing because we did the we did the work while I was in the regression. But mm. wow, I didn't know what to expect when I was doing it. I was quite nervous actually because I didn't know what I was going to see. And then what came through was just completely blew my mind. So I'd love to know about your experience. I imagine you've gone back to several past lives in your in your work. Is there anyone in particular that kind of really sticks out that you've done a lot of work around at all? Um, on the spot, yeah. sorry. No, that's okay. On the spot is good. Um, there's been many, many, and I, um, I'm just trying to decide which one will be most helpful for your audience to know. Um, and there's one coming, which is a very good pondering point. Oh, great. Um, so if I lose you here, if I lose you, or if you're like, you're with me so far, and this is a step too far, well then, great, because we've stretched your mind. Oh, so, so do it <laughs> <laughs> um, okay so I went into a life where I was a um I was on the Titanic mm. and I was um I wasn't a captain or anything special like that but I you know I I, I could make decisions in some way um and let's put it this way I couldn't be told I couldn't be told anything you know this was my baby and you're not telling me anything and I passed in that life feeling like I was responsible for you know for other people's lives okay? yeah um and for me that helped me understand why I you know um, spend so much time wanting to hear other people's experiences and not wanting to jump to conclusions and how I that's a, a thing that I've been working with you know especially mm -hmm. as a teenager um, and I'd always want to jump in yeah so then in another life in another reading quite separate and it was some time later I'm in the same time period okay this time I am I'm not on the boat but I am something on the periphery of aiding with the building of the boat. Okay. And the scene I was given was me really trying to explain to somebody who was more in charge than me how important it is, maybe about the the um, uh, the lifeboats, maybe. I, I, again, it wasn't that clear, but what was shown to me is I was really trying to help people see the bigger picture yeah. and no one would listen to me no one would listen to me and right. I was just please 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 can we do something and I left that life feeling very helpless okay yeah that's interesting so two things blew my mind about that one parallel lives because I'm yeah. two people in the same yeah. timeline like what yeah. Yeah, that gave me massive tingles down my back then. So I take that as truth there. There must be some there. That's definitely yeah. really interesting. Sorry, number two. <laughs> number two, it made me think about karma. Was there a part of me? If the parallel lives are true and I'm living two lives in one go, how did I live one in order to 
atone, pay for, try and fix, try and prevent. Yeah. You know, it's like in some movies. It's like, did I go back to try and prevent something from happening? Yeah. And which one came first? Like, which life did, just because I experienced in my readings, one before the other, which one came first? Who knows? Yeah, absolutely. Could have been either either way round. That that is definitely a mind stretcher. <laughs> it's a mind stretcher, but I think that your audience are definitely ready for that for that one. I normally leave that one till the end when they're like, okay, I can get how my past lives can work through this, but parallel lives, crossing lives, different um incarnations you know are we all facets of different diamonds maybe this explains the law of one maybe it wasn't my experience maybe I'm holding the DNA maybe it was an ancestral thing do I have the answers no am I happy to explore yes that's the best way to be isn't it it's open-minded and just going with it seeing what comes up we don't actually need to have the answers to everything it's about experiencing it seeing what comes up you know, you might have another experience where things might become a bit more clearer. You may get like a massive deja vu and it all falls into place. That's why I love, I just love this work, don't you? It's just fascinating and endless and so yeah. much to explore and so much to learn. And it's it's just, it blows my mind every day. I'm, I talk to somebody or I read something or find something out and it's just amazing. So I absolutely love um talking about past lives and the cashier records with you. So how how can people work with you? How can people get hold of you? Give yourself a big plug right now, Melissa. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so I my website is days away, melissa-amos.com, Melissa with two S's and one L. So I'd love to see you on there when it's uh, when it's finally flying free. Um, or you can find me on my Facebook page, uh, Melissa Amos Intuitive Guidance. They're the best two places to get hold of me. Um, and I work in a variety of ways. You can either work with me one to one, which I would like to offer a little something to the people that are listening to this. So maybe, Helen, we can work out a, a code that I can um, offer for your uh, for your audience oh, fantastic. Um, we, I work in groups as well so I run about every other week I have a, a workshop either about the Akashic Records or about uh, or like a meditation group where it's not just breathe in breathe out we are activating your energy we're helping you move up and move through things I've done um, one of your meditations with you and it was amazing I loved it yeah. Thank you. Thank one. you. That was really awesome. So I, I try and work with them on, you know, the key portal dates. So, you know, Earth Day or the 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 numbers, the solstices, Halloween, 11-11, all of that stuff. Um, there's always something going on there. Um, and there will be a group launched very soon where you can work with quite an intimate level um, and you can register for your interest on that on my website or if it's not launched yet drop me a message so yeah they're the they're the main ways and that's either through my my one-to-ones is either through the Akashic Records through a guidance or through the soul transformation mm -hmm. work so yeah. 
Um, I haven't got any space for mentorship at the moment, but if you're interested in that, you can uh, register your interest as well. Brilliant. Talking about creativity and being on fire, you are definitely on fire at the moment, Melissa. I love watching all the things that you've got going on at the moment and it's it's a real honor to to be a friend and to know you so thank you so much for coming on and speaking today it's lovely to see you um anybody any questions drop them in the comments box um and i will pass them on to melissa so big thank you for tuning in and huge 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 thanks to you melissa thank you so much and Bye. thank you Helen, for all the lovely work that you do and for inviting me on your lovely group Oh, thank you. Oh, it's just a big love fest. <laughs> <laughs>